Wait, wait, why would I? Why would I not be recording? The microphones with the off and off buttons. I hate them. <laughs> well, they're important. Yeah. Well, I, I think we drove. I think we drove his customers away. <laughs> they got up and moved. It's Wednesday. <laughs> we don't want to be near them. You'll have to switch yours on. All right. Give us a description of what we have here. Um, this is Feeding Chaos. Uh, it is our house saison leaf that I wound up bottle conditioning on uh, the wild yeast strains that I've been developing over the past decade or so. Nice. So uh, the first uh, commercial sour beer I got to produce. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So why is this cat called Chaos? <laughs> yeah, um, that's, what I, that's, really the, that's really the story. Her sister is in. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> wow. the, 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 the yin and the yang. Yes. yes. <laughs> there, we, there we go. We should try that. Well, let's take it. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thank for, uh, thanks for involving me in this. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dyer Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dyer Oil Graphics can build for you at DyerOil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. It's a show about beer. And other stuff. I'm Nigel. That's Nick over there. I'm the other guy. And welcome to the show, and a first time somebody bringing us some beer, well, in a long time. Man, Courtney brought us beer a couple weeks ago. That's true. That's Well, he brought us, we got Tanner Vaughn in the house from, from Pathlight Brewing right here in, uh, what, are we in what are we in, OP? This no, is no OP, no, right? Shawnee. Shawnee. Oh, this is so Shawnee. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. I didn't realize that. So, welcome to the show, man. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. You're going to have to hold that a little closer to your face. Okay. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The microphone. The microphone. The microphone. So, this is the second of our our live tour. We call it a tour? What would you call it? I like beer tour. This is that, yeah. Our KC Metropolitan Beer Tour. How's that? Does that sound good? Is there an acronym for that? Should we call it the Beer Trail? No, I think that's already taken. That's already taken. I don't know what we should call it. What, uh, what, what, why don't we put a lot on? What ki- yeah, what kind of vehicle did you put, in the, put us in this week? It was like a Wendy's. It was the Sonic commercial, which, by the way, I didn't go to the Sonic on the way, but I did get myself a styrofoam cup just so I could feel like I was in the picture. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, I try to be semi-authentic some days. Is that right? <laughs> some days. Some days. <laughs> some days. <laughs> so, Tanner, man, what's going on, man? Uh, let's start with this. Um uh, tell us about you, and tell us about your 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 brewing chops. Oh well, um, this is my per- first professional gig. Um, yeah, I just went ahead and opened a brewery. <laughs> uh, Why not? Yeah, uh, I have about twenty years in engineering, uh, a background in physics mainly. Uh, my sister's actually a chemist, so all of this is kind of in my world. It's my wheelhouse. I can. I can learn quickly in this world. Right. So, um, I guess about 2017, I was brewing a lot of sour beer, doing some spontaneous fermentation, had a cool ship in my basement, just being a, the weirdo I was. Uh, engineering equipment and designing stuff to make my life easier. And then uh, David Harris, uh, my business partner, uh, approached me about opening a biz- or opening the brewery. 
kind of went from there. We started experimenting different beers, and the, I guess the real work didn't start until we got this place finished and built and yeah. put together and started brewing and learning as quickly as I possibly could. What Was, was it a hard sell? Did he have to really convince you, or were you just getting I'd actually been working on it for quite some time. I had, uh, my vision was drastically different than his, but <laughs> a brewery is a brewery. Um, uh, and, and I think we did a, a beautiful job here. This is... No, it looks amazing. It, it, it far exceeds anything I could have imagined. I mean, you know, sometimes what happens, you know, when you're kind of in a strip center, yeah, they can be kind of homogenized, I guess. Right, but no, yeah. I mean, this has its own character and... Um, it fits, you know. Yeah, we were lucky to lucky to start with a blank slate, and we did a, a lot of work um, that's unique to the building. So our windows are different color than everybody else's. Uh, this had tint tinted windows. Whenever we got here, so we tore all the windows out. We wanted it to look like new, and and that's one of the reasons our uh, our landlord's been so generous to us is because truck. It's fine. <laughs> it, is they knew what they they saw the potential that we had, right? And they understood our knowledge and background, and were, were ready to work with us. And so we were, I think we're we're kind of a cornerstone for this new complex, and it's continuing to grow. We're getting caterers in, we're getting more and more little neat things added to this shopping right. center. Right. So let's back up a little bit because I know I know Nick probably was like, you have what in your you had what in your basement? Yeah. You had a cool ship in your basement. First of all, yes. I, I just assumed he built a boat. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a 30-gallon stainless steel uh, maple syrup bin that I bought out of Canada that I equipped with valves so that I could cool ship and store it wherever I wanted. Explain to the folks what a cool ship is. Uh, so a cool ship <laughs> is... Uh, Explain it to the dummies, Mr. Engineer. Okay. okay um, <laughs> it's... A, it's it's in America. We've referred to it as method traditional, and in Belgium, it would be referred to as lambic. And so, what I was doing was a turbid mash that was about 11-hour brew day, and I would have to do it in the middle of winter when it was below 40 and above freezing. And I would open the basement windows, and I would let the natural funk that 10 years of brewing sour beer in my basement and the natural air from outside infect the beer put it into barrels and I would to fill a barrel it took three days that sounds like the same sexiness you get with cheese right yeah <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> it's the funk that you like yeah yes yeah, yeah. you're looking for that funk well in this beer you can taste like or you can smell a bit of that horse blanket or that barnyard yep <laughs> beers with Nigel yep yep it's everywhere bro if you walk back by later I'll give you a sticker <laughs> you still have stickers? Uh, but, well, just, well, I didn't mail. I didn't mail them. So we just had a, a walk by fan, new fan, <laughs> new right fan, there. new yeah. fan. Yes. You know, we're getting them one, one, one day at a time, one <laughs> fan at a time. That show name's already been taken. <laughs> <laughs> one fan at a time, or one day at a time. One day at a time. Fans only. That's, that's our next thing. <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking about. Little that. twist. <laughs> do you do the same dances? No. Those are not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm off topic. Sorry so, about yeah, that. The, <laughs> so, what got you into brewing? I mean, uh, one of my buddies. Uh, we were all into craft beer. Uh, well, as much as you can be in craft beer, 14 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? was that, right? <laughs> yeah. what, what, what were you drinking back then? 
What, what, what really I, got you into say, oh, this is really good, as opposed to the macro? Saison Brett was one of those. It was just like an eye opener. When I found Saison, that was it for me. So, so, and and then Lambic. When I found yeah. Lambic, I mean, I've I've been to Belgium twice now. I used to just save up vacation time and money just to go to Belgium and do nothing but drink <laughs> Lambic for, that's, that's and awesome. eat cheese and bread and like all <laughs> the good fantastic. charcuterie. No, uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I saved up my vacation money just to go to Belgium and drink beer and so, eat so, so your yeah. craft beer entry was just some really good shit, it sounds well, like. Well, yeah, definitely like the uh, traditional English ales. Uh, that's what I really cut my teeth on. I have a dark mild in my pocket that I'm just waiting to get out. Uh, I love DSBs. Um, I love studying all the English porters, uh, brown porters. I like session beers. I like to drink. But I don't like getting drunk. Right. So session beers were really one of my things. Nice. Nothing wrong with a session beer. Nothing, nothing wrong with a session beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we tend to, I think it's purely by chance, or I blame you. <laughs> we tend to get a lot of the uh, the heavy hitters on the show when we drink. I like, but, to, bl- I like to blame Kenny, my buddy from Oklahoma, <laughs> well, who sends me all these damn Prairie OKC beers. Oh, wow. um, we do have the mystery bag here. So he fussed at me last time we did Court- when we did Courtney. Well, we, he went <laughs> on the road I, without and I forgot the mystery to, bag. I, I totally forgot. Hell, I didn't bring the camera, so there's that. <laughs> um, Which we're not recording video this time either. No. So and this, that's just this is amazing. this is the mystery beer bag right here. All right. There was we don't we 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 haven't got the real story where the bag came from. But it was left on my house, and it's I, never I think left. it's implied. It's implied it was stolen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It doesn't have it a... It was inherited. Yeah, it was inherited. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll break this open in a few minutes. I, who knows what's in there? Because I just went into the fridge and grabbed some things I knew we hadn't had. So, you right. can be surprised. So, you, you, there was intention this time? No. No. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, so, I haven't had that one. You, you, you said you've got a dark mild in your pocket? Yeah. All right. Do we get breaking news on this podcast? Do we know when it, it – are, are, um, when are you going to whip it out? I actually, <laughs> strangely <laughs> enough, I have a friend from uh, – I used to work at Honeywell. So I have a friend from Honeywell that uh, he's going to have his wedding here now. Nice. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So – and he was harassing me. He's like – can you can you brew the brown or the the dark mild? And I'm like, yeah, I've been wanting to get the dark mild. It's the right time of the year to launch the dark mild. So, so October time frame, start looking for a dark okay. mild. So how long you if, you if he needs an efficient? Yeah, I can I can handle that. Oh, okay. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm interwebs ordained. www dot whatever So how long have you and David known each other? Um. I think we met at uh, Beer Tasting KC when they f- did that first Royals game together. Mm-hmm. So was that 2016, something like oh, that? Oh, so not very long ago. No, no. I mean, we didn't know each other that long before we really started like hanging out and just drinking beer every yeah. once in a while. Uh, hi- him and I live real close to each other, and then there was uh, our third business partner was also in the area, and then another close friend. And so we just we all wound up drinking beers together. So at what point after you, if you guys met, did you start talking brewery? Um, so he had always been talking about it. I had always been talking about it, but we had never talked about it together. And I had a, a, a golden cherry sour that I had cool shipped, uh, allowed the funk to kick in, and then spiked it with the saccharomyosin to finish it out. And it had set in a fermenter for approximately a year, and then I put in 
two pounds per gallon of cherry that golden cherries mm-hmm. on it and i bottled it up uh he took one drink of that and was like so you want to open a brewery <laughs> <laughs> i'm in love you're in love <laughs> again <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was a good beer. It was that beer sounds great. Yeah, it sounds it, it sounds amazing. Yeah, I love that one. So I think it's all gone now. Wow! Yeah. So you obviously love the the wilds. Um, I do. What yeah. uh, you, you kind of talked about ESBs and British styles. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, let's let's talk about maybe what's on the menu now that you're like you know so, that one really was. So the, it is a little hazon or uh, saison heavy at the moment. Uh, Leaf, which is Flemish for loved one. Which is my my Belgian style saison. Um, we have red hair, which is uh, a French saison spiked with uh, um, a souring yeast to add a little tartness and raspberries. Uh, that's kind of my my world. I love the Belgian beers. Uh, unfortunately, in this day and age, hazy beers is the craze. Right. I don't particularly drink hoppy beers. So uh, I've found the research of them to be in light or to be the draw to them, to perfect right. the style and the art. To make hazy beer is not easy. I've I'm ripping through chemistry books. I've <laughs> I have torn apart my methodologies. I mean, I even have superstitions like if you turn a valve to the right versus the left, I'm afraid it'll <laughs> drop haze. It's just I love this mix. Uh, uh, <laughs> Science and, Science and superstition. And superstition. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've, I've come across a superstitious brewer before. <laughs> yeah. Not like we, oh, we, we're all we, we all have our little quirks. quirks. I, yeah. I know that quirks. Yeah, <laughs> but I think you know we know we know a lot of mad scientist brewers. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think some of our favorites come from that science background. But yeah. that's that's funny. Yeah. Do you do you stand on one foot? Do you have to circle three I, times? Do you spit to the left? Uh, not not <laughs> anything too bad. I can't actually reveal all my secrets. <laughs> that of course would also be breaking the superstition. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're crossing the line there. <laughs> Please stop. Um, but the hazies really, I I've taken a great passion into them, and I'm I'm really learning hops and the profiles, and I've I've enjoyed that aspect of it. And then the rest of what we kind of brew is kind of German beer, lagers, and Kolsch. Uh, I love lager beer. I just absolutely love drinking, brewing and drinking lager. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a lager, man. It's, it's an art form. Oh, it, it definitely is. You know. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think that's the one that really just you have to master the art? Y- yeah. I think. Um, is it just because it's so simple? Like you have to do it right. It or hides you, nothing. Right. You can if you screw it up, you screw it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It hides nothing. So it's all process oriented. Which uh, process analysis is what I was kind of well known for in engineering. Is I would come into <laughs> shocking <laughs> come into an engineering area and be analyze the process, break it down, tear it apart, rebuild it, right. and save money. Then find flaws and everything else so so that kind of fits right into like you know you get a brew system you got to set it up yeah you've got to you've got to test it yeah. you've, i mean you, you can't just it's not like going to to the car dealership and it's all ready to rock yeah yeah um, no, no. Well, what, what was that process like for you going jumping from being a home brewer to how big is the system here what seven barrel uh five barrel five barrel going five barrel, we have 40 barrels worth of fermentation so uh four or five barrels and two ten barrels um it was it was interesting. <laughs> um, 
uh, ABE is the, uh, the manufacturer, right. and we had a representative come out and run us through a couple of brew cycles. So we, we ran through two beers, and then he was like, peace out, later. And I'm like, all right, I got this. It's cool. <laughs> and um, I, think, I think it took a little bit of time for me to fill the system out and really learn what was going on. But once I got a feel for the system, then it was – and enough data because – we, we kept really good data, and so I could analyze data, realize where I was, and put it all back together and improve each and each and every time. And I think that's the one thing that I'm satisfied about with where we're at, because next week is our one-year anniversary. I've improved a lot. I know that yeah. my skills, my processes have definitely improved. Now, I would see you knocking about town, whether it be at Dimetric and other places. What what yeah. uh, I'm sure you got some input. What was it like from the other brewers that you know around town, and you know how did they help you? Oh, um, well, Max been a good friend. He helped do some of the architectural drawings, and it's always good to run ideas. Like I don't know, random conversations with Matt because you know how fast he talks. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but like, there's little snippets of conversations of him and I that. I, it, it affected me later on, not at the moment of the conversation, but like it, it, it kept sinking in and it would change processes later on. Uh, I actually got to spend time at Torn Label and brew and can and learn uh, cellaring processes with, with Travis, which I couldn't have done it without him. Absolutely could not have done it without him. Um, there's quite a few other people that I've known throughout the community right. and I always talk to and chat with. Uh, ABE also set me up with other brewers that own their systems. Oh, and nice. I, I was able to email back and forth with them and, and meet. So, nice. that helped. It's mystery beer time. Is it mystery beer time? Yeah. Ooh. If I can get it open. Like I said, I... And that, then I had an ice pack, too, in my freezer, so the beer's just still cold. Wow. Keep your classy brown paper bag, you know. <laughs> what uh, that's hey, not new in this neighborhood. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, we're, we're, sl- we're starting to do a, a new trend, the craft beer in, in brown paper bags, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, oh and the oh. aforementioned Prairie. Oh. Prairie OKC. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Spectrum. What is that? Sour ale with hibiscus, cinnamon, and chili. Chili peppers. Sorry about that. It's a little small print for this old guy. <laughs> it's only 5.3 tanners. So you're good. Oh, cool. You're good. <laughs> uh, hey, and it says you're supposed to keep it cold. So good job. Well, it's been it's been cold. Yeah, Trans- transported cold just for you. Just for you, Nick. Uh, wait a minute. What's you know up? what we forgot to do in the beginning? What did we forget? Junior. What were we drinking in the beginning? Oh, did we not talk about? We didn't we talk drinking? about. We didn't. We didn't talk about. The oh course. yeah, oh. Uh, what were we drinking? You brought us out. Uh, uh, your it was, it was a Kolsch. So. Um, so Sooner, Sooner Kolsch is one of my favorites. Uh, Dave and I actually got to run through the Netherlands, Ger- or uh, Belgium, and then Germany uh, together right before we opened. So uh, September of 2019. But, you know, the last time anybody did anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so uh, Sooner Kolsch was, is my favorite Kolsch. And uh, we wound up in a bar drinking it all night. And this beer terrified me. Because if I didn't do it justice, then I would ruin the memory of of that <laughs> whole trip, you know. And I think I did it justice. It's uh, I think it's very much a Kolsch. It's 
It's delicious. Uh, yeast forward, mm-hmm. touch sweet, a little bit of hot profile. I think I can increase that yeast profile a little bit on the hot profile, but I haven't brewed a Kolsch before, so that was my first attempt. Delicious beer. Oh, my God. That's just a nose on that. Is well, that smells fantastic. Yeah. Wait a minute. How many times do I say that? That's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite That's word. That's my favorite word. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's tasty. Oh, that's nice. Nothing, no, nothing's like oh, the, those ingredients scare me sometimes. <laughs> when you say like chili peppers, I'm like, hold on. Yeah, I feel like the 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 spicy ones for me, and I like spicy stuff, but it's it's, it's hit, just it's, 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 it's hit and miss with the beers. Yeah, and, and I think it's one of, it's one of those subtle. that you gotta hit it. You gotta hit that golf shot yeah. just right. Yeah, because if it's too hot, you know, I've got a sense of the throat. You know that, right? Don't, <laughs> but cinnamon and chili is uh, an interesting combination. Yeah, yeah, because the hibiscus like totally changes the characteristics. It's almost like the, a Mexican sour, and then yeah. the hibiscus kicks in, and it's yeah. like floral. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot going on. It's got a lot, a lot going on. So your travels to the, to these you know to Germany and all, uh, all those places. Yeah. Obviously, you, you you love those beers. How did that affect your brewing style and what you wanted to do? And what you learn from 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 that? Um, so one of the things that Dave and I set out on whenever we built this was we believe that you can train an audience, and, and I believe that that brewers do and breweries do. Every every brewery has a following, a devout followers that are loyal to that brewery. Right. And so that's what we we thought about is like what what is. What is us, and can we get those people in early enough and make enough money to keep the doors open, brew what we love, but also provide a little something for everybody else? And so, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a that's a different perspective yeah. that I've than I've heard. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I think I think we we talk about that a lot about that. You know, you got to build that community around your around your yeah. brewery, and that's I mean that's cra- the craft beer world. But it, was it was it. Was it hard for you guys coming from, and I've, I've always wondered this with, with a lot of the turned pro brewers that we, yeah. we've met, um, was it hard to build that following? I mean, because, you know, you're used to your, like, you know, five or 15 friends, right, that you all yeah, hang out in your yeah. garage or basement and drink, and then all of a sudden you're like, look, I need to have about 150 people <laughs> regularly coming in. So <laughs> one of one of our most popular beers, like, I cannot brew this beer faster than I can uh, or as fast as people consume it is my amber lager, which I spent years on the East Coast at, and chugging Yingling at <laughs> business meetings during lunch. It's one of my favorite beers, and I modeled that beer a lot after Yingling, and we got a crowd that absolutely loves that beer. Uh, we also have an older community here, uh, used to when early days of COVID at noon, when we opened up, there was a retirement crowd that would be here <laughs> yes. pounding loggers, and they loved it, and, and I loved having them. So when we saw the community actually consuming the beers that we were most proud of and that we put the most energy into, it, it reassured us that we were on the right path yeah. and to continue con- continue chasing what we were passionate about. I'm just always curious about that because, you know, like starting to – a business is always hard because you have to be production, you have to be marketing, you have to be yeah. everything. Everything. So you're putting so much effort and time into brewing, right? Like I just wonder how hard is that to really to pay attention to? We got to get people in these doors too. 
Um, well, or I mean, is it just look? It's beer. People show up. I got a mortgage to pay. That's <laughs> number one. <laughs> I, I walked away from a career in engineering where I would have retired in the next ten to fifteen years. That's always on my mind. I have a lot of humility when it comes to paying the bills. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you like that? Okay, I'll brew that. <laughs> I will brew that yeah, for you. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, I always try to incorporate my passion into what seems to be popular, what people seem to want. Uh, the red hair, which I used uh, uh, a saccharomyosin that puts off lactic acid for an added additional tartness. So it it's, it's truly is a Saison. The raspberry's not overpowering, so it's not a heavily fruity beer, but it's somewhere in that middle ground of traditional Saison and like what people are seeking out as far as hype beer. So it's a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always a compromise. <laughs> Always a compromise. So what about the Pathlight name? Where, where did that come from? Where did that originate? Oh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave and I were talking about Star Wars. No shit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, there's yes. there's there's little hidden nerd stuff all throughout this place. Uh, we are Star Wars fans. I I have a, on my keg radar. I have uh, Hops Jedi as the uh, our Tanner Vaughn Hops Jedi on, on my keg radar. Uh. One of my friends made it for me. <laughs> And Dave and I were talking about that, and it wound up to the light the path. And so there's, there's <laughs> path the, light. There's no, there's no, no hidden. St- that's no. the story. It's just yeah, the, that's it's the story. <laughs> Two nerds sitting around drinking beer, talking about beer I, and Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a lightsaber logger. I, I mean, hello. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't have. Somebody's going to beat me to that now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I like pro- <laughs> it's probably already on a tap, what do you bet? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 put, I put money we, on that one. We should have a, a Star Wars movie night. There you uh, go. Oh, we should. We do have a projector. We're working on getting a better projector, but yeah, we can have a Star Wars movie night. Well, okay. Well, it's, since this is no story behind the name, how about the logo? The logo... Well, I mean, I'm gonna have to talk about. I'm, it's a lantern. Is, the, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the questions I'm gonna ask you when I. Do you want me I to break out you? the seven pages of mathematics that defines what the logo is? Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's not here. It's at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's actually uh, a lantern with a willy glass inside. Um, the flame. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a willy glass. Yeah. And I'm just not noticing that. I, yeah. yeah, until you said it, I didn't yeah, get it. I really didn't notice that, yeah. The flame is based off of uh, the angles of the French curve, and the mathematics is, is a couple of pages long. Or it could be a drop of beer. Yeah. It could be. It's a flame. It's it's the light. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, see, now, that had a, more of a story to it, now, didn't it? Well, yeah. Well, just well, the name. So. Well, <laughs> it, good job prepping him for later. I hope, well, he he's going to answer the same anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like from a from from a sort of graphics guy, uh, it's a great logo. It's nice and clean. Yeah. Yes, that's what we wanted. Uh, we wanted something clean, something recognizable. Yeah. I needed something I could tattoo on me eventually. <laughs> Are you gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. I just I have not stopped. I, I mean, if you want to know what it takes to build a brewery, 
just give up a year of your life <laughs> and just add a pandemic to it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that only I don't know if that made it worse or better. I don't know. Well, but, and that's 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 the the next big question though, right? I mean, you opened. Yes. As the sky was falling or had the fallen had already. Fallen, I mean, it had yes, fallen yeah. already. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, what's that that process like? I mean, I'm sure you had at least internally the debates of do we don't we? Um, it was too far. Uh, I mean, construction was about two weeks away from being completed, and I had beer and fermenters when they shut the world down. Yeah. So, I mean. What do you do, right? At, at, yeah. the, at that point, you April April 8th was my first brew day. And wow. I think it was middle of March whenever. It was what, March March 15th? Yeah. Yeah, something like that, 10th. It was yeah. right before St. Pat's because we didn't yeah. have St. Right. Pat's yeah. that year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, brewing equipment was installed. It was, it's too late. You just got to go. What was I mean? I, I mean, obviously, I'm on the other, I live on the other side of the state line. So what? What was Kansas? Was that? Was it? We were very were the fortunate. Rules hard to, to to move around and figure out how to do it. No, um, honestly, I, I think Shawnee in particular was very on top of it. Um, we knew what to expect. Uh, they were giving lots of information. Uh, we were 50% capacity, which is fine. We had six feet between each table, perfectly fine. It allowed us to actually have people in here. Uh, we had a cleaning crew coming through, and we once we separated everything, a lot of people came in here because I think we had the space. And you in this bay door that opens up it, all summer long, it might have been 90 degrees, but we had all the bay doors open because... You're sitting outside all of a sudden. Right. You're in an outdoor space. You're in the shade, but you're drinking beer. Right. And I think that those little combinations is what made it easier for us. I mean, hell, people I, felt comfortable yeah, here. You I, know? I came in the middle of it, you know, because when you guys opened, I'm like, well, I got to get over there. Yeah. And there were a bunch of people here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, and it, everybody was pretty respectful. Yeah. And I, I think we spaced it out and we did the best yeah. that we could. Uh, we preached cleanliness. There's lots of white walls, so. It's easy to see when something isn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think, you know, we, we talk about this a lot of times, the uh, the whole together we can, yeah. you know, thing. You know, that at least, yeah. you know, exposed, you know, a lot of people to, who may not want to come out. Yes, you know, yeah, to get, yeah. You know, get some different, you know, some beers. On the so, Missouri side, that was really great for yeah, those guys. Yeah, and then yeah, and yeah. once they got, you know, you know some Kansas breweries in, in, involved, too, yeah. I think it was... Well, you the know. Missouri side shut down a lot more than the Kansas yeah. side yes, did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I understand they, they had a hard time. But it took, what, two or three rounds of that before they were able to figure out the w- a rule to get the Kansas beers involved. Well, I don't know what Mac did. and We talked about this with Courtney, but he made that happen. Oh, yeah. all, all, all of a sudden, then it just, you know, then you had you know, Bruce from Wichita and Lawrence and, That's, you know, yeah. Shawnee and, you know, everybody was bringing beers. And it was, was like, this is great. You know, I, you know we, and we talk about this a lot, how – you know, we've talked to other people around the country where, yep. you know, we didn't have any casualties brewery-wise during the pandemic. Pandemic, True. I mean, which is really a testament to our beer drinkers because <laughs> I've, I, I bought a shit ton of beer last year, man. Good. You, you, yes. you, are, you are still reaping the rewards of those purchases. You know, you know what it is. It's beer karma. Beer karma. It's yeah. real. <laughs> it's a real thing. Available soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah one of these days, right? <laughs> Tony, we're waiting on you. We are we are waiting on Tony. Ah. But I know this beer is I'm 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 surprised. It's a it's a little it's, it's different. 
and it's not spicy, which I like. Are you are you are you anti the spicy drinks? <laughs> People think I'm kidding when I have a sensitive throat. I do. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm just editing all the jokes. I'm not really. It's not that I don't believe you. I'm just editing. <laughs> so what's in store for the for the first anniversary? You've made it. Um, first barrel aged sour beer. Really? I have Fooder Saison coming out. So that that's. I was trying to get a few more ready, but. It's it is what it is. I right. only have so much time. Uh, they forced me to take a vacation. They a couple, did a couple of weeks ago, so I would try to get all of that done. So it was three or four weeks, seventy plus hour weeks without a day off to get all the sour beer packaged. But I got it. Nice. So we're, uh, the saison is l- is very lovely right now. We tested it yesterday. I think it's going to be ready for. Uh, our first year anniversary. We're going to add it into our beer dinner. We have a beer dinner uh, the week of. Mm. Nice. Tell us about that. Um, so uh, there's a caterer that just moved into our complex uh, or into the, the shopping center uh, called Craven at KC. They do uh, all of our snack menus, and they are some crazy wild chefs. We've been working through uh, beer and food pairings. And so we're doing a, I think a five course dinner with uh, beer and food, uh, Tuesday the fifteenth. That sounds like fun. Can, yeah. people, can people get tickets if they're in the area uh, and listening? I believe they're still available. Uh, we may increase capacity if we need to. Well, let's tell them where they can go, just in case. Oh, <laughs> I, I brew the beer. <laughs> go to pathlight.com. Uh, yes, uh, if you go to any of our social media, you should, you should be able to find it. Uh, I believe the tickets are available for purchase at pathlightbrewing.com. Okay. So, you know, you've got this five-barrel system. You're, you're, yep. you're in. How are you capacity-wise? You know, we talk about the constraints of maybe, you know, like Tony at, at Windshift and you know, a YouTube kettle out I, I, Yeah, some of these places that, you know, start out with a smaller system and then a year later, like, fuck, I need to get bigger. Yeah. I, 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 where are you? I, I think the five is, uh, is is a good system for us at this point in time. I don't know if that will always be the case. Um, we're adding a 10 barrel fermenter, so that'll give us 50 barrels worth of fermentation capacity, plus a uh, five barrel bright and a 10 barrel bright. And that's not uncommon. Uh, to have most of the brights and most of the ferment, or both brights and most of the fermenters full. So you think you're in a good position? We're we're right now, yeah. We're doing a little bit of distribution into Missouri, uh, but it's really just like a handful of sixtals a week. So three to three to four sixtals a week, mm-hmm. and everything else is selling out of the tap room. What surprised me is cans are took a plummet. After the world got opened back up. Oh, like uh, to yeah, goes? We, we, yeah, I wondered we, about that. Yeah, we sold a lot of cans. We have a really good canning line, uh, and that's one of the pieces of equipment we felt we needed to invest in early on before the pandemic, and we're really glad during the pandemic right. we had invested in that. And so now cans are – people are coming out drinking, you know, yeah. not getting beer to go as much. Do you, th- do you think that's kind of an overcorrection? Like, we're all so excited to finally get out of our houses and be yeah. doing some normal things. I, is, are, do, you th- do you think distribution is going to grow? Uh, I think, I think uh, distribution definitely, because we're, we're definitely focusing on high-end restaurants, good craft beer bars, 
I, I think we're in some really great locations right now, and we're getting more and more. We I think we just sent a keg over to Dotson's this week. Uh, uh, John over at uh, Beer Station, I'm always talking to him, trying to get, get beers over to them. Yeah. But, you know, as Missouri opens up more and more, we expect to see more more going over that direction. Was that the plan originally going in? You, um, you were going to uh, distribute? Uh, small amounts. Um, Oak and Steel also carries us quite a bit because he yeah. does a really good job about keeping local beers yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's not how we plan on paying the bills. It's how we plan on getting our name out. Yeah. You ought to talk to uh, um, Iron Kettle over there in uh, Grain Valley. Okay. Because he has 12 of his own, but six taps are for local. And he's, okay. really, he's really searching for and he, yeah, he, oh. he's, he's yeah. making a, a big deal, a big, yeah. big intentional point to try to go out yeah. and get, okay. get Casey area brewers. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, I, yeah. I know Velo's Garage just started carrying us to you. Oh, cool. Um, which, you know, north of the river that there's not a lot of, a lot more craft, not a lot of craft beer. Right, there, but right. Yeah. You know, and especially, you know, it's cool now that, you know, the guys who are, you know, it's cool to go and, and see – you know, a path like beer someplace yeah. else besides the besides the brewery. I mean, when Diametric started doing it, yeah. you know, yeah. of all my friends that own breweries, they, they were the first ones. And I was like, oh, shit. It was, beer, it, was, it was beer of the month at Conrad's in downtown Lee Summit. I was like, <laughs> you know, TV tossing. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool, you know. Well, I, I, that's one of the reasons to go to Oak and Steel all the time yeah. is because he always has Kansas City craft beer. And yeah. I get to try what everybody else is yeah. doing without hitting a bunch of different breweries. Yeah. And he even and he even does some some stuff in St. Louis. Does he? You know. He, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, that's I like that uh, I like that concept of, of and I love supporting uh, St. Louis guys too. I mean, yeah, yeah. some of those guys are the reason I'm I'm brewing beer. Yeah. You know. Don't get him started on St. Louis. <laughs> I, I'm fine with St. Louis. St. Louis Cards fans. It's, it's the Cardinals fans. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm just talking about the St. Louis Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> just the Brewers. I, f- I feel like someday Danner's going to come after me. Who is Danner? Ah, <laughs> uh, Danner's fine. <laughs> he's more. He's more of a Roy, you know. He's a Royals fan. He's a Royals fan. He, I think he gets the Cardinals thing. He probably hates them too. But, but so his. They're... But look, he's got the St. Louis Overlords. Now <laughs> <laughs> the mystery beer. Always, Ooh. always. I don't know what it. Let's see what this is. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a shorty. No. I don't want to ruin my brown paper bags with that big of that ice thing. There you go. Oh, look at that. High noon. Straight from. uh, From Mac Brewing. Yep. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, Well, okay. (laughs) We we went low. Low ball hitter last time. Yeah. Junior, we're at a 19.6%. No shit. You're kidding me. (laughs) No way. Mac, Mac Brewing's high noon. What is that? Uh, Mac, you don't tell me what it is. Is there? There's words on the side of it. Well, there's a government warning. Well, and he tells us about his brewing company in West Philly. We're gonna have to Google that apparently, or or untap it. Well, I, just I you feel can like just this could be a dangerous one one yeah, hand opener. Could be interesting. You want me to? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Do, yeah, good good job doing it right by the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're not living dangerously, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty dangerous. So L-I-V-I-N. I am this neighborhood quite a bit. <laughs> I have not been to Mac though. Well, he doesn't have a. He was on a couple episodes ago, and he he has the beer and has the brand, 
mm-hmm. but doesn't have a location yet. Oh. So he's distributing. He's in stores up there. Well, it's probably just it's yeah it's, it's, it's recarbonate or it's yeah, refermenting. It's, it's, pr- it's probably not. It's can. probably not your fault. <laughs> and I appreciate your support. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you fucked up some pores, but I want to say that was not the one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it sit a little bit. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, yeah, Junior. It's uh, I surprised there's no name on there. Well, then, but then again, he did send us, so he sent us some beer, which is very nice of him. Yeah. Because um, beer karma is real, but he sent us uh, three four packs. Four pack of that, a four pack of his ten percent IPA, and Which a four, four a four pack of be- beer with no labels. <laughs> <laughs> it's his own mystery beer. Yeah, and they were mystery beers. We had one uh, last week on on uh, no oh yeah we had the, on the last episode didn't we? Let's just take a second, Nigel. How good was that IPA? Oh, it was great. And it's funny because he it, it's just his IPA. It doesn't say double. Done the Imperial. <laughs> it just says IPA. And he's, and he's, Is he and brewing in Johnson County? <laughs> <laughs> How many times I've heard people walk in, I don't like IPAs. Oh, you got a double that's 9%. I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> you saw the highest ABV and go, that's mine. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean <laughs> there's, there's some merit to that system. I mean, I do it sometimes. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been guilty of that. Uh, but I think more now. Sometimes you know, the mood hits you. you, gotta, you, you gotta. I'm definitely, you know, in, in the, the Kolsch, Mills, yeah. Lager. That's what I'm going to go for. Then I'll, then I'll jump to a stout or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I drive a 38-year-old vehicle sitting over there. Actually, so I was, I I was noticing that trucker. Low ABV stuff. Yeah, that's a beautiful She's questionable at best. <laughs> 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 what is that, a Chevy? Yeah, it's a 83C10 with a 5.7 drop. Nice. Yeah, you got to be careful when you're pulling into yeah. driveways and yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm building a motor for it at home right now, so it's about to have 400 horsepower in it. No shit. Yeah. Be- because putting all of his, his nerd <laughs> skills to, to use at the brewery is not enough. Are you, are you a music- <laughs> musician? Musician. No, not okay. Surprisingly, I, not. <laughs> There's something I had a severe head injury at eight, and I stopped being able to play piano. Okay, I feel like we're gonna need some follow-ups. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where's the correlation? I, I spent several years playing piano, and then like I wound up working cows with my dad, and he wasn't paying attention, and I suffered a head injury, and ever since then, I hadn't been able to play. Gotcha. So I've 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 cracked a code for high noon. <laughs> it's a barley wine. Oh. It's an English barley wine. It looks like an English barley wine. I'll be curious to to see what it. It's pretty frothy though, isn't it? It may be an old ale now. You think it's an old ale? <laughs> Do you know what an old ale versus a barley wine is? It's just an aged barley wine. Uh, old ale is acceptable to have Brett in. It definitely smells the part. Yeah. I think this may be our only our second barley wine of the show. It's not bad. No. No. Not pleasant. And it doesn't. I don't get nineteen percent out of that. No. You could come up missing drinking one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't feel the time split. travel. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody light the path, please. <laughs> Hang on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for for you guys? I mean, year two, uh, you've obviously, you, 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 I mean, you, you went through the gauntlet of year one, obviously. Yeah. Now, I, now, now it's 
Is course. it breathe, breathe easy now? Yeah. <laughs> no. David no. and I both are very aggressive in this type of situation. So I, I think that's one of the reasons the partnership is, is what it is, is we're not satisfied with this. It's okay. what's the next step. And it's I have to uh, lean on him to understand the financing and where we're at business-wise to see what kind of growth we can do Um Without taking on more debt, without overextending ourselves or becoming vulnerable. Right. And, and my job is to sit here and find out what people want to drink and continue to improve beers and get more beer into the consumer's hands. So what's been the reception like? Obviously, you're not in it's – it, it's, it's, it's not an obvious location for a brewery. You've got apartments. You've got residential – you know, it's yeah. what's what's the reception been like from this part of town? It's every week somebody's like, "I didn't know you were here." <laughs> it sounds like wind shift. <laughs> yeah, every week. Two every years. How long have you been here? Two years. years. That, that yeah. is a weird location in and of itself. You know, I, you know, and I think that, again, it bodes well. It, 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 well, it's, it's a testament good, it's, to what he's doing, and, and yeah. it's and it's, a, and it's a testament, you know, you guys as well. Yeah. To um, you know, if you brew it, they will come. If you brew, yeah. if you brew, brew well, well, they'll come back. They'll come back. Yeah. Um, I think the same can be said for diametric. Yeah, and there's odd yeah. location because obviously yeah. it's this is this is, this. Well, at least you can actually drive by and see your place, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we are on 75th and Neiman, which is a massive crossroad. Right. We're less than a mile off of 35. Yeah. So we're very accessible. So you know, at least you have the benefit of yeah, you're a destination, but you're also. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be seen if somebody like, oh, there's a brewery right there. Where well, some- we're also becoming part of uh, the Johnson County Ale Trail. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we do have more breweries in this area now, and it, and we, we see that migration coming through on weekends quite regularly. Yeah, where it's either north traveling south yeah, or yeah. south traveling north. Oh, we were we were happy when we we, we went to a service earlier. And I was like, oh. Path lights are like three minutes away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, a few minutes away. You got and they're open. They're open. <laughs> and you got limitless and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, lost evenings right here. I mean, you know, it's in, in Brew Lab, just yeah, so yeah. down in OP. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we're all trying to do our best and produce top top level beers then in our palates. And I think that's attracting larger and larger crowds. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you 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 learned during you know, while you were just fighting to keep going, right? Is there anything you learned that you're like, yeah, I can do this, or I can do this better than I thought? Brew IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I brewed five IPAs before I opened a brewery. Really? Yeah. That just wasn't your thing? No. Hops aren't. All right, put, aren't. A, put a number on it now. You know, it, How many have you done now? Um... I'll say somewhere in the seventy range. Wow! But, you know, I'm cracking up though. He's at Hobbs, but the, you know, you notice his hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I did. I another did. another support local. Yeah, to have Kansas Hopco. So I'm guessing. And how cool is that? Like, like most people probably don't know that you know. Yeah. Thirty minutes away, forty minutes away yeah, yeah, is yeah. a hop and, farm, and he's looking at opening a brewery right now yep. in a yeah. small yeah. little tasting room. That. He was on a couple episodes ago, and yeah. he actually yeah, said on our episode, didn't he? We, we, look, like to, look, we like to break the look, news. There's a, there, there's a reason I asked <laughs> you for breaking news. Like that's our <laughs> well. There's nothing breaking yet. <laughs> I'll so let I'm, I'm know. guessing you have the hat, so you probably used uh, rice burner. Just went by there. Uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, it's a rice burner. I suppose I used to have an Acura. You've never you, have, you don't remember that term? I, I have heard Was that racist? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if that's still in our uh, our lexicon in 2021. Oh, well, sorry, <laughs> 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 if I offended anybody, sorry. 
So, so yeah, we have uh, Paddock Pale Ale. Is, uh, it was my collaboration with uh, Torn Label uh, early on. Uh, it was just based off of some malt that both Travis and I liked, and uh, I wanted to use Casey Hopco. So Paddock is uh, a term used in racing. It's, it's where the cars basically park or stop or get worked on. So we're, we're actually a Formula One bar. So okay. on Sunday mornings, uh, like last Sunday, I was here at 645 helping getting ready for the Formula One race. Really? We're all drinking beer at 7 a.m., <laughs> eating some Mr. D's donuts, <laughs> drinking some coffee. I had no idea that was a thing uh, in know, the Midwest. Well, I know there's, there's you know, you, you got uh, um, uh, Strange Days. There, there, was, there was soccer. Yeah, soccer. Go to, and, and, right, that doesn't KC surprise beer. me. Yeah. I, I, the... the, the yeah, so if you drive by here on Sunday, you're going to see, like, high-end Mercedes, Porsches, race cars. No shit. And uh, everybody's in here chilling out, drinking beer, watching Formula One. I would I would, I would, have expected maybe if he said NASCAR. <laughs> okay. No? But Formula One kind of surprises me. I mean, not yeah. even. Well, David, but David is the one that drug me into Formula One. So when we were in uh, Belgium together, we actually went to a race in Spa and, and got to see... A live Formula One. He is, he's been to a couple of others, and we're actually heading down to Austin uh, for this year's race. And uh, Travis from Torn Label is going as well. So nice. we're all going to try to meet up. I'm nope. doing another Formula One-inspired beer, so we'll see what happens. Uh, who knew? Do you have yeah. to drink it fast? <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my dad joke game? Yeah, it's it on, on point, on point. <laughs> there you go. So how, how do you tell – I'm curious. How do you – get people to know it's your Formula One bar. I've never known that, and I've been following you guys since day one. So, let's see. We, we posted on social media quite a bit. Okay. We were trying to build uh, Facebook events for it. Uh, it. It didn't take off. We got a few people here and there, uh, and then all of a sudden, Dave and I are sitting here one Sunday morning at 7 a.m. watching a race. Uh, uh, our friend Adam and his wife Karen walk in, sit down. He orders the ESB in a British accent, and I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> and I'm like, "How's that ESB treating you?" And he's just like, "He's like, it's not as watery as I'm used to." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll take that." <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, Nigel will have the the accent slip out. Not often. It's 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 very it's it's very intentional when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, he, he spent the race just texting people, and the so we went from the four of us to about 20 in the next week. And now we're in the 30 to 40 range. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I didn't yeah. know there was a... Listen, if you are in the KC area, right. you love Formula One, Pathlight Brewing, that's the place for you. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing, man. We got Mr. D's Donuts right next door. Grab some donuts, grab some coffee, come chill out, come Mr. hang out with us. Donuts and beer, it sounds like yeah. a... That sounds... Amazing. <laughs> I know. I got to do something with them. I mean, I, I don't know anything about racing. Are you gonna, donuts are, are and beer. Are you going to do a donut beer with them? I would love to. I got to do something. Uh, they're just such an iconic place. Uh, and if you haven't had their donuts, they are really some of the best in town. Really? Yeah. I may need, We may need to grab some. We have to come on a Sunday. Yeah, we have to come on a Sunday. You got to get there early. They sell out quick. <laughs> oh, do they really? Yeah. I feel yeah. like donut beers are difficult because it can... Like you, I've had some that are just way too over the top, way too sweet. Yeah, I want to try to do some small system with it. I, I still have like homebrew systems, so I can still do ten gallon batches. Yeah. 
I thought it was something fun. Uh, the milk stout is actually really good. I was figuring if I could find a way to incorporate the donuts into yeah. the milk stout, I think that would be fun too. I, I was asking, like, because I'm curious the the scaling portion when you go from home to pro, you go from you know ten gallons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you know, is that? And I mean, you know, you're a math nerd. Yeah. So you like that stuff, yeah. But which is weird. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how how difficult is that to think about? I'm to figure out how to do it and do it well from making you know five or ten gallons to 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 a big barrel system. Honestly, I think it's uh, it's not so much the mathematics; it's just understanding profiles. So I'm just capable of storing flavor information in my head and. And through the first brews, I was able to collect enough data to then formulate a plan for each additional brew. So every time one of my old recipes didn't work out 100%, I understood where it didn't, and then I was able to change from there. But uh, I don't know. I feel... (laughs) Can I can I honestly say that like the f- the first year of this has just been me scrambling trying <laughs> to keep up and I don't necessarily know everything that I did. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fair. I, I, that's I, totally. I, I am fair. not surprised. Uh, that's totally <laughs> fair. I, I I just am always curious about that. And I mean, I'm a I, I like to cook, so I know a little bit about yeah. You know, changing your recipe based on based on quantity, but that that always seems to me, and maybe it's just because I don't know anything about brewing, but it always seems to me like such a huge shift to go from. I'm making this much beer, and I know we're no video, so nobody can see my hands. But <laughs> you know, I'm making beer that fits yeah. in a in a on a rack above my washing machine. To I'm making beer in you know an 800 square foot brewery room. I, I think the biggest alteration to me, like the biggest change, wasn't necessarily the malts itself. It was the the functionality of the yeast, because you're taking yeast out of its natural environment, which is these large conical fermenters that they've developed over years. Because we've had these since uh, post-World War II. And so yeast has grown in this environment. And you take it as a home brewer, and it does one thing. You put it in its natural environment, it lives an entirely different life. And so understanding yeast was my biggest Wow, that's Hurtle. interesting to me. As, as somebody who knows nothing. That's it's like if you were living in St. Louis, you'd be a different person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. It's great analogy. I can't wear red. You can't what? I can't wear red. You can't wear red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> you know, one of my greatest moments as as an uncle, my niece. I remember her telling me one time, she saw a cardinal outside in her backyard, and because of me, she decided to instantly hate it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't necessarily mean the animals, <laughs> but right. but at the same time, I did well. Uh. There you go. That made up for the earlier. Yeah, and that's that's probably the to best. Avoid them. I, I, should I just yeah, let it go? Let oh, you, let yeah. Did we not say that? I thought we covered the rules. I, I you said yeah. you, it was. Like I hadn't I hadn't burped you know? like that in, in several episodes. Yeah, we I th- well we've been fancy well, we the last few episodes. A well carbonated beer. Well, yeah, <laughs> and we've got one more mystery beer too. Well, I better finish the other mystery beer. Okay. Is is there? I know we talked a little bit about about the what you want to brew for the the anniversary. But is there anything else that I mean? Is there something else that you're kind of you're excited about putting out soon? So I um, figure your brain is always yeah. So uh, I function heavily on the the sour beer side. Uh, 
Uh, Johnny C's is also uh, one of our more popular IPAs. Huge citrus forward. Uh, it's heavy citrus, ca cascade, and comet. And uh, this this building was Johnny C's Pizza for nearly 40 years before it was Pathlight. No shit. Yeah. So the uh, say that in the mic. You, no yeah. shit. <laughs> I was. I was. I, my the, jaw the, dropped for forty years. For the veteran years, broadcasting yeah. guy forgot his mic. I am not a veteran. I'm <laughs> so, so the owners of Johnny C and Johnny C's was was an icon in this location. It was St. Louis style pizza. Sorry, it's, right. it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's crust, okay. Provolone or Provel. Yeah. Yeah, Provel. Which, yeah. which isn't really cheese, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, it's no. It's like government cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and so they, they're, they're still local and so they come in all the time and got to see it whenever it was in build out and saw it finished and they, they, they're great supporters and they were really excited whenever we released a beer called Johnny C's. That's awesome. But it, it's to pay homage to, uh, to where we're at, you know, I mean, we wouldn't be here if they weren't here first. So, right. um, but that's coming out anniversary weekend. It's always a big, big hit. And I think this batch is really good. Um, I'm finally dialing some stuff in. Uh, what else is coming out? Uh, we got a tropical IPA that's coming out, I believe, on the Thursday. Yeah, that Thursday. Well, I haven't heard that 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 term in a long time. Tropical, tropical IPA. So I've been experimenting with a few. Uh, I, I've found a couple of hops I really like. I like pushing that big coconut characteristic yeah. in uh, pineapple. So I think this one's going to do it. It's going to be. Seven two seven three something like that. Nice. So I'm Nick? pretty much happy with any alcohol that includes pineapple. Do you? Oh, you're a pineapple guy. Well, you know, you know my favorite rum. Is oh, the plantation uh, pineapple. Oh, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. That's some great rum. What we got? We got uh, Stone Cloud Brewing out of Oklahoma City. Great brewery. Mm. Trust your butcher. Yeah, that's true. You really should trust your butcher. If you can find one. <laughs> so I, I have not had anything. In Oklahoma style smoked Hellas. They're 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 oh. from, they're phenomenal. There's, they they kill it. This one's lighter, just for you. Okay. So we, we went we went nice. down up. We went down to four and a half. We're down to four and a half. That was quality nat sound. Yeah, that was. I do like this barley wine though. So my uh, assistant always wears a stone cloud shirt. He's from Oklahoma. I'm from Texas, so we often. Uh, your assistant brewer, really? At the what, moment. What part of Texas are you from? Uh, kind of central. Uh, I'm outside of Fort Worth by oh, okay. about an hour and 45 minutes. Like west of Fort Worth? Southwest. Due southwest. Like where? whereabouts? Uh, Steamville, kind of. Okay. I grew up on about 2,000-acre cattle ranch. No shit. Yeah. Wow. That, that is not a small ranch. No, it's not. As <laughs> in that area, it's not huge either. I used to live in San Angelo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a lot of family down yeah. in San Angelo. Yeah. I got a lot of yeah. family in Texas, but I San Angelo, okay. yeah. I used to be a reporter in San Angelo. Really? Yeah, you man. You have the voice for it. <laughs> got a voice for, voice, face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's my So line. let's see what we got here. That's beautiful. Nose is great. You really get that, that smoked. Touch sweet caramel malt. Goes right into that smokiness, but it's not over the top. Oh yeah, that's lovely. I'm not always a, f a fan of the the smoked but beers, it's, it's, but this it's super this super, hits, super subtle. This hits really nice. 
I've told a lot of people always comment on smoked beers like it's too smoky. Growing up in Texas, everything had smoke in it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not necessarily too smoky yeah. generally. It's too smoky for you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, there's smoke to it. I well, like that, this. that goes back to the, you know, the, uh, we say this a lot, right? It might not be a bad beer. It just might not be your jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, that's really good. True. Yeah, no, that's, that's well-executed beer right there. Shout out to Kenny for sending me that. But no, that Kenny does good work. If you ever, you know what? I'm actually I'm his going, delivery I'm, system I'll, is good work. Yeah, I'm <laughs> go, I'll be. Is that the is that the owner brewer? Or? No, it's just a buddy of mine in Oklahoma oh, City. Okay, and he, okay. he just sends me beer all the time. Nice, but I'm nice, I'm nice. taking a trip, beer trip slash family trip slash whatever. Oklahoma City, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio at the end of the month. So, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you some some Stone Cloud. Yeah, I'm they're, they're, uh, they're just really good. And even you know, shout out to Prairie, uh, Prairie OKC because this is a, this is not regular Prairie. There's Prairie out of Krebs, Oklahoma. This is yeah. Prairie OKC, which is a totally separate brewery, and they do totally <laughs> separate beers. Yes, and they're I'm going to call it. I think they're better than the than the mother brewery. They they <laughs> they do a lot of things that the other brewery. You know, they're they're focusing on the things they've done. You know, bomb and all those things that are yeah. you know, that are that are national now. Yeah. Whereas they're still doing, it's you know it's a micro. In Oklahoma City, right. is this still the the same location that they had where it was American Solera in Prairie, or is it a different location? Well, American Solera in, in Tulsa. Tulsa, so oh, okay. Um, uh, oh, so uh, this is OKC. Yeah, this is this is a whole ah. other setup. Okay, okay. So okay. The, the reason they did it was because between Oklahoma City and Tulsa, which is what ninety minutes or whatever, yeah. And they're like, we don't want to use a distributor to, to you know, to yeah. send the beer to Oklahoma City. So like, we're just gonna open another brewery. <laughs> so that's what they did. So I, I just gotcha. built another one. Yeah. So. But you know they they do, do really. I haven't had anything from. But there you say they're doing different stuff. It's totally different than the regular prairie. Absolutely, totally different. Which now well, you, it's you've been, been challenging to put sours and stouts in the same area. Yeah, I'm doing it right now, but I'm terrified of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, cross contamination. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Well, the, I, the drinkers aren't scared. It's the brewer that's scared because you know you like to keep things. Yeah, clean. yeah. yeah. Well, it's the owners that are scared. (laughs) 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 I have not had to dump a beer yet, and I'm like knocking on wood now. But Uh, that's impressive. I had one beer get infected due to equipment failure, and I was able to save it by putting it in barrels. You just turned it into something else. Yeah, it it, um, basically I was transferring a beer one day. And I tasted Brett, uh, like medicinal cherry yeah. Brett, and yeah. I'm like, not my strain. Yeah. No, I know every characteristic my yeast strains throw. It's like not my strain. Some rogue this is shit. something. Yeah, this is some. <laughs> <rogue>. <laughs> it was the second beer we brewed in that fermenter, and so I pulled it apart, and I I spent all night and I analyzed every weld, every single part of that fermenter, and I found an incomplete weld. Really. Really, and I sent it back in. I've had no problems. They like rewelded it. I've had no problems with the fermenter wow. since. I keep, tell- I keep telling you, most of brewing is keeping, keeping it clean. clean. It <laughs> is. It is. Yeah. No. And I mean, we're. I, I'm way stringent, and people mock me for some of my processes. But I've only had one infected beer, and it was not my fault. So when you when you reached out to the company, I bet they were like, "Oh my god." 
Um, you know, it's a normal company response. Uh, <laughs> well, we I take no liability. <laughs> well, that was that was probably the second or third response. The first one was, uh, "We'll get back to you." <laughs> so let me ask you this: um, You've obviously brewed on different systems. Mm-hmm. You know, some people go ABE, some people go different brands, some people get the shit from China or whatever. Yeah, you, you, th- you think there's a uh, there's a difference? So. The systems from China have a tendency of being very manual. Uh, ABE has a lot of automation. I, I think some of the other ones are doing the, the very similar things. Uh, the automation makes it easier for a single person to do it. I design most of the functionality of this place to be done by one and a half people. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it's been done by pretty much one person. You, you and a child. <laughs> Uh, I, my assistant, he's here uh, two days a week, which takes enough stress off of me to allow me to run parts of the business that I need to run while brewing is still being done. But uh, I, I like my system. I wish there was a few more things that I could adjust. But for the most part, I think it's just learning your system, being comfortable on it. So you don't think well, maybe you know different metals in different parts of the world make a difference? I, I think we're all dealing with the same st- the quality of stainless steel. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that's all pretty well controlled now. Uh, if you look at, I'm sorry, I, I love TIG welding. Like, I've studied TIG welding. I'm about to start attempting it to work on my truck. But, like, these guys are phenomenal at it. They're better than machines. Really? Like, if you look at 99% of the welds on on my brew system, it, it, it's just immaculate. I don't know how they do it so well, and I know it's I know it's human beings doing it. Because, <laughs> not Are machines. you sure? Yeah, I mean, you can see maybe, the marks. Maybe, the, maybe they're Jedi's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think what you're getting because pretty much everything uh, in the brewing industry is made in China, anyways. Okay, got it. And it's so it's just, do you want it modified to? automation or do you want it all manual gotcha gotcha how long did it take you to to, i mean did you feel comfortable right away that first brew or did it take you kind of a few i'll let you know when i'm comfortable (laughs) (laughs) you know i love i love that answer (laughs) as a a very anxious guy (laughs) i like that answer and i hear you (laughs) i brewed tuesday and i was still like yelling and cussing at it because i didn't know what it was doing did it does it answer I I generally refer to everything <laughs> as in the female sense. I don't mean to be sexist in that. It's just the way I, w- I was raised. But, yeah, <laughs> there was lots of um, bitch act right. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look I, I know the etymology that that's a female word, but I yes. kind of feel like there's no gender to bitch. It's kind of like dick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it applies. It can apply to R- a rule, lot of different Rule number things. two. Yes. Rule number two. Don't yes. be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, brother, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Well, thanks um, for having me. Yeah. You know, haven't seen. I don't. I think I maybe. I you know I came last year and I saw you back there. You were brewing, I think that day. Yeah, yeah. Or, I think pro- it, or cleaning. <laughs> Same <laughs> Probably thing. cleaning right, right because cleaning. I rarely brew. I mostly <laughs> clean. <laughs> you're just a glorified janitor. I am. Yes. Just every once in a while, gets to cook something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's true. I like that. Okay. So, so tell people where they can find you guys on on the social medias. Uh, so uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. I don't think we do Twitter. You should be on Twitter. I'm Beer Twitter's for real. 
Beer, beer Twitter is great. Is it? Oh, my God. All right. You get so much play. Are you doing the social? No. No. Tell, tell them to get on Twitter. It's it's Beer Twitter is so great right all now. All right. All right. I may may have to force that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pathlight Brewing. Uh, our website's pathlightbrewing.com. Um, you can find us at 75th and Neiman. You can find our beers around town, Oak and Steel, Dotson's. Uh, Trying to think, Il Lazarone right now. A um, handful of places. So cool. we're trying to get out there. I know that a lot of people are on the Missouri side. So, <laughs> well, you're you're very well liked and known on the Missouri side for sure. Well, good. You, you're getting I, a lot of love. I appreciate that, and I'm I'm very happy that we're we're brewing good enough beer that people enjoy. So. <laughs> he, said, he said good enough. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> I, you know what I like? Uh, I'd say I like it's a, I'd say it's above average. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, appreciate Nick, that. where can they find us? You can find us, the Beers with Nigel podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can even, Nigel, you know what? Alexa. Alexa. We Play need to try that Nigel. sometime. I've never actually tried it. Oh, it's it's kind of glorious. Actually. You do it? Oh, yeah, it's glorious. Really? Yeah. You say Alexa, play the Alexa, Beers with Nigel podcast. Play the Beers with Nigel podcast. Huh. It doesn't last long. You know, like, I can only listen to myself for so long. You don't listen to the old <laughs> episodes? I, I listen once. You listen once? I listen once. One one time to the episode. Look, Why would you listen twice to the same episode? That's what I'm saying. I don't listen twice. You I don't listen, listen to podcasts more than once? I listen no, to other you? I'll re-listen to oh, other yeah, people's yeah, podcasts. Yeah. But I listen to Master Brewer's podcast like continuously. But I'm saying the, the same episode over and over. Yeah. So oh, I'll pull out new information. Because you're getting information. Yeah. And this th- podcast has no information. And then I go <laughs> what no. is good enough. Then no. I go download their research projects and read their research projects or their master's thesis or PhD thesis. Do we need to put some like <laughs> some some Google Docs on our on our podcast site? What the Seriously, fuck? What what words are you and I gonna put into docs? Bitch, dick, <laughs> beer, good. Fantastic. Oh, you're talking about keywords. Old L versus. What what other words do we know? Don't die. Beer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, kids. This is Beers with Nigel. We'll see you on the next episode. I'm Nick, and that's Nigel. I'm lying. I just did that because I fucked it up a couple weeks ago. Insert hit button here. (laughs) Edit. (laughs) Drive safe, kids. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.